Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Charmed Hard with a Vengeance. <laughs> You're excited? No. Mm. Where's your spirit? <laughs> your Kappa spirit, which is the name of the episode. It's <laughs> a good play on words here. Uh, so in, in this episode, Lucy has got a magic candle ghost and uh, Macy and her amazing Galvin adventure. <laughs> Uh, there's many exciting story arcs. Was there? <laughs> the time rewriting plot, the sorority betrayal, and of course, the Galvin blow-off that shook the world. <laughs> Still reeling from Galvin. <laughs> what What are your overall impressions of this episode, Fallon? It was acceptably stupid. It was pretty stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was... Quite silly. I think probably their silliest one yet. It felt like, uh, filler. <laughs> Stupid filler. It did, but it's weird because they do cover most of the story arcs that have been going on in the show, but most of the story arcs are pretty just stupid. <laughs> yeah, but there's nothing going on with, I guess, the main threat of those couple bad guys, except for, like, the very end, one of them does something. That's <laughs> true. It's just... Like, you know, mostly it just seems like dinking around with the dumb sorority plot, which is like, oh, we're still doing this, are we? <laughs> I find this strange because this episode is like a runoff of a lot of things that happened last episode. And, and you would think, because last episode was so focused on Nico and Mel's relationship and that ending with the rewritten time writing Nico out... Mm -hmm. that this story would be about that. But instead, it focuses on the B story about the sorority thing. And they actually, like, this is like a life or death situation. Like when uh, Lucy is about to pour the the drink on top of Maggie, they pause mm -hmm. like, no, don't do it, Maggie. Don't let her pour the drink on you. <laughs> yeah, I deserve it. I need this drink poured on me. Meanwhile, this episode starts and they're like, eh, Mel, it's been not even an episode. Aren't you over Nico yet? It's time for you to live your life again. <laughs> Focus on important yeah. things like the sorority. <laughs> yeah. Showing how much this show ever cared about Nico. <laughs> <laughs> if this is... She was not in this episode at all, except for nope. the, the recap. If this is really how they wrote out her character, I'm I'm much more annoyed than I was in the last episode. Because like, yeah, I went over well, this before. We already know IMDb's wrong, because they said she was all in all 13 episodes, which she was not in this one. So That's true. Um, I still don't know if they'll pick it up later, but if they don't, uh, this goes back to what I brought up uh, before uh, in this podcast, that this happens to gay characters disproportionately. Mm -hmm. The tragic stories, like, they can never just be happy. And I, I think that's just really shoddy writing. And for a show especially that markets itself as so woke to things and being so diverse, uh, it's just a terrible move. <laughs> it's definitely stupid, but... I think just more it just shows how like bad they were with I don't know designing how they want the show to be. Like, Do you think it was just because they changed their mind on things? Quite possibly. It comes off as a decision of like we set up these things, you know, from the pilot and like initial concepts and then they're like, uh, eh, we don't know if we want her to have a cop girlfriend. 
Let's find a way to get rid of her. <laughs> but you can find other ways to work that story in and not be infuriating about it. Yeah, of course you can find different ways. But... <laughs> it's like they were like, we don't want her to have that girlfriend and we don't want her to be working at the school. So now she's just a, an unemployed slob hanging out at home. Yeah. And they didn't do anything with it. And maybe like they'll go into this later. But as the follow up, this episode just was wholly unsatisfying for that story. Yeah. Well, honestly, if you want to do something actually impactful, you kill Nico. No, but that's <laughs> what I went into before about like killing off the gay character. Like you could still write her out without killing her. Yeah, but I. I think if you want to do something more impactful with the bad guys, you do something more tragic than just this nonsense, let's put her in a never-happened box type deal. I mean, I don't think you can never kill someone's relation just because it's a gay relationship. No, no, I'm not saying that, but um, it's it's not the act in itself, because like story-wise, that makes sense. It's the fact that this happens on so many shows disproportionately to gay characters and when this is the only gay representation they have on the show and they decide that this is what they're going to do with it and especially this early on it's hollow and and doesn't really ring true to the message yeah, they're trying to market we didn't know who nika was like yeah when they're playing a sappy music like complained about last time it's like it's not earned we don't know who she was it's not the audience doesn't care about Nico. She was barely anyone. <laughs> Nico did not have Kappa spirit. Was the thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> if she did, maybe she would have stuck around. She a wore longer. fake glasses. That was her character. <laughs> I think Lucy's story was far more tragic <laughs> than, than Nico's. Yeah. Good grief. Ah! Uh, so we got like a a few stories going on in this episode uh, i think we should start with everyone's favorite story the galvin saga take it away phelan <laughs> uh, galvin i'm gonna have all my pictures up i take them around to clubs it makes me later <laughs> no one's gonna know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna get more and more obscure with my stupid galvatron everyone's gonna be like i don't know he's talking about transformers again <laughs> Yeah, Galvin says, I am Unicorn, the Earth is now a part of me. I think uh, an interesting thing has developed in the Galvin storyline. Oh, did it? I, yes, I think an interesting thing has developed uh, outside of the show, and that he's starting to get Daryl Syndrome. <laughs> well, they lost Nico, so I guess they need a Daryl. Well, Nico, while she had the sort of the function of Daryl... Um, she didn't have quite the politelessness of Daryl, which, um... Yeah, she's pretty politeless in the end. <laughs> <laughs> Galvin is a character with completely undeserved importance and no reason to be there. Like, they act like he's the cool guy, but he's just like, he's just there like, Hey guys, what's going on? Yeah, I love bringing pictures of myself to parties. What? What was... Yeah. Okay, we should explain this, what's going on here. He is having his birthday party. And he, uh... <laughs> and Macy invites herself to it. Yeah, there's this awkward self-invite at the lab where, uh, where, she, where he's talking about the party and she's like, I'm in! And he's like, uh, yeah, yes. Uh... Didn't invite you. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, well, we're going to your place, right? And he's like, oh, yeah, well, 
uh, my apartment was too small, so I rented out this uh, room at the school. That's what it's gonna be. So they go to this room at the school, and there's pictures of himself and his family there, like framed pictures. Yeah. Which means when when he's getting ready for this party, this grown ass man mm-hmm. took a bunch of pictures from his house and made a little yeah. table for them. It's weird enough that he has like framed pictures of himself, I guess, that were up in his place to bring to this party anyway. But I mean, I guess he just likes looking at himself. Well, and... I mean, there was pictures of his family and stuff. Yeah, but, but there's I mean, one like... that's just a picture of him, just a headshot. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he needs to walk by every day and like, oh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> this seems like the sort of thing, like, if someone was throwing a party for someone else, they might do. But mm-hmm. he, he clearly arranged this himself. So what yeah. is going on? <laughs> he's a weirdo can you imagine going to someone's birthday party like uh, an adult drinking alcohol kind of party yeah and you go there and they got a bunch of frame pictures of themselves set up like by the snacks mm-hmm. that would just be bizarre yeah so we're like <laughs> furthering the stupid the mark of galvin saga like ah uh, macy brings harry with her to this party and they're like oh it'd be less awkward if i come with a date then immediately she's like yeah he's not my date he's just a friend yeah what <laughs> like, a way to blow the like tension breaker thing <laughs> this was th- the whole thing was bizarre there D- do you think that they're trying to make macy and harry a thing as a couple possibly they're certainly hinting at it i don't know if they'll go there but what what do you think their couple name would be? Mary? Yeah, sure. Casey? <laughs> Had a little lamb. <laughs> this is strange to me. I don't even see, like... Some people were commenting about this, that, that this is a thing. Some people are, like, shipping them or whatever, but I don't... Okay. <laughs> it's so awkward. I don't see the chemistry at all. Yeah, I don't know. They they had like a really they had an intimate scene where they're talking in the attic and he he says that he's staying with them even though the elders didn't like they said that he didn't have to stay there anymore, they didn't need more protection, but he's yeah, kind of lonely. Yeah, got their book back. Or... Yeah, and that's a whole other thing. Like the elders made him live with them for a while and Yeah. And now like they all don't need him cuz what? They haven't tried to kill them again in like a day or two like seems like they're really rushing things well i mean it makes as much sense as like him being around even though they could call him regardless yeah that's kind of silly but i mean i guess they could be knocked out maybe and can't call him or something Mm -hmm. but like nothing about the threat has ended yet at this point they just had to and non-person someone so it's just like maybe it's because they uh they got rid of the harbinger so they think that there is no like danger at the moment even though i mean there is that guy who went after nico so they know something's going on yeah but that's not (laughs) done yet (laughs) and they said that's guy so unstoppable that they had to just give up on nico and get rid of her from existence so but no danger anymore yeah they're they're good (laughs) I had a question about something that they brought up last episode. When they do the whole reversal thing, the whole time reversal thing. If they thing, could turn back time. If they could find a way. Uh, they talk about what if we went back in time and just stopped uh, 
who from getting killed? Who were they wanting to save? Uh, I don't know, Andy? <laughs> Andy? <laughs> Maybe they were saying they could go back and, and stop their mom from dying. I don't know. Anyway, they mentioned they could go back and oh, reverse this. Yeah, that's probably what they said. And Harry says that death is the one thing that they can't undo. Harry is a formerly dead person mm -hmm. that the elders brought back to life. The elders, who are apparently just witches. So, yeah. I mean... Which what? their mom was one of, apparently. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, if you could say just extremely powerful witches could undo death to create white lighters, I mean... Yeah, guess you could make them a white lighter and then uh, they'd have to re-figure out who they are, though. They'll probably do that with their mom. They say, can't seem to get rid of her. She shows up again! Again! I was just like, what?! <laughs> What is She's happening? appeared out of, what, what, we're on episode six? She's in four of the six so far? Like, you yeah. <laughs> know. She, maybe five. She just can't stop showing up. Yeah, well, you can't get rid of her. Like, <laughs> I don't know why they killed this character. They can't stop bringing her back. <laughs> it's like, we, we can't miss her. She's never been gone. <laughs> She's pretty much like Grandma Ghost at this point. She hasn't even appeared as a ghost yet. It's just like, oh, you're dead. She was Why a fake you... ghost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's been a fake ghost. But like, it's pretty much like Grandma Ghost, though. It's just like, oh, she's dead and she'll never stop appearing. I'm like, <laughs> Mom, like, already, at least they waited a little bit with Grandma Ghost. Here's the <laughs> mom's never gone away. They show her via a sort of flashback, which we'll get into, because I got some things to say about that. <laughs> but she is talking about uh, Macy, like she's pregnant at the time, and this is like a flashback to the 80s. And yeah, she's like, I saw the parade on for Thanksgiving, and I was like, ah, oh, Macy, done. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> they make no attempt to make her look younger in the slightest. <laughs> and no. after they see this, the girls are like, she looks so young. <laughs> what? <laughs> they didn't even dress her like she was younger. She just looked the same. Yeah, not as young as Grandma Ghost did in the 60s. <laughs> this, uh, this episode very much reminded me of that one. Very much. Yeah. Um, she says that she's worried about Macy, because this is during her first pregnancy, and we find out the reason why later, because Macy goes to a psychic, or a priestess, because of her, her great Yelp rating. <laughs> yeah, I, I missed that line about it, and you told me that, I was like, ugh. Because <laughs> I thought, like, maybe Harry took her to one that he knew was legit for oh, some Oh, Harry reason. was the one who said they should go, because she had four stars on Yelp. Uh-huh. So he was involved technically, he trusted Yelp's... Uh -huh. rating system i uh, thought that was kind of funny i laughed at it <laughs> i guess she goes to some like miss cleo lady <laughs> uh-huh and then of course she's legit and she actually knows what's going on she's like oh you have darkness in you you've got the evie in you <laughs> <laughs> you've got the music in you you've got the touch you've got, got the, the power, power. And that goes with the 80s thing. Yeah. <laughs> she says that uh, she's got this darkness in her, and I was correct on two counts. Because this appears to be a new power, because she's the one that can see this because of the darkness in her. Right. And I think they're hinting that she's part demon or something. 
mm. with the darkness in her. I think that's what's going on, why she gave her up. So you think the mom had a few too many wine coolers with a demon? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Phelan, why don't we get into this story? You seem very into this <laughs> 80s wine cooler story, so what happened? They went to the 80s, and then they did a bunch of coke and voted for Ronald Reagan. Oh, that's what happened. <laughs> they, was, they, were, they weren't even expecting to go back in time, right? No, they, they weren't. They did some spell, and then they time-traveled for the millionth time. Well, we're combining it with old Charmed, but it's like Charmed, like six episodes in and they've already messed with time twice. They messed with time last episode. Give us a breather. But uh, technically they were not time traveling. They were ghosting into Mm -hmm. into the 80s. But they were still like TV static ghosts in the past. Like when that guy walked through them, like the ghost was in the present. So that was weird. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really get the TV theme with this at all. Um, so so here's what's going on with this episode. Uh, Lucy, the sorority girl, is upset still about Maggie um, macking with her boyfriend. And she needs to... Ne- never get over Parker Peter. <laughs> uh, she needs some serenity in her life. So she lights the candle. And then the candle goes... That candle has been a curse in your family for generations. And she is seduced by a candle ghost. <laughs> it's sexy times. Um, a candle ghost comes out, and she is this weird TV static 80s girl who is this bitchy sorority girl who um, was a total bully to all these other girls and got drunk on wine coolers, <laughs> fell off a roof. Bullied the poor sorority girls. <laughs> they were like, all bitches. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> They were trying to do this parallel with with Maggie and Lucy's story that did not work at all. No. Unless you go with the charmed ones are the true villains, in which case, yeah, it is kind of like it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But uh, she fell off a roof and died, so now she comes out of the candle to kill Lucy. And they think that this has something to do with uh, what happened in the 80s, so they cast the spell to see what happened, and they end up ghosting back to the 80s. Where everyone looks like they have jumped out of Saved by the Bell. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all dressed in like aerobics outfits, even the ones that aren't doing aerobics. Just so you know that this is the 80s. Well, Saved by the Bell was 90s, so they didn't do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think Saved by the Bell started in the 80s, though, didn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was the 80s. It was 89! Oh, yeah. Take that, Phelan. <laughs> You got me. It's a total 80s show. <laughs> I love the 80s aesthetic as much as anyone, but this felt like it It was the equivalent of that 60s episode or 70s episode that they did from from the original Charmed. No, it was the 60s when they go back to the grandma with the go-go boots. Mm-hmm. It was like if you looked up a, a Halloween costume of that decade yeah. and th- then you like just say that's what that is. It was especially ineffective since we've been watching the Goldbergs lately, which has done a better job of it. I notice things that are wrong, like some of their print t-shirts in that show are too new looking for the 80s. But other than that, a lot of the time, you know, it looks like they're in the 80s. And then this was just kind of a 
pale <laughs> comparison thing. The, the Goldbergs is sort of like the 80s through a nostalgia lens. Like, it's sort of an exaggerated version of it. Yeah, but, like, all the things you see in it, like, a lot of the sets and, like, the technology and, like, the things you see around there, it tells you it's the 80s for oh, the for most sure. part. It, 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 it does exaggerate things, but it never feels like it goes into cartoonish half-ass level, and this is what this feels yeah. like. Yeah, exactly. This is just like, look, here's some outrageous things that you'd be like, oh, I guess that's 80s because they got that going on. But they don't show you anything very good or like that interesting no. about this period. All they do is just walk through a quad and then like and hear like this girl bitching at them and some people are doing some aerobics and they leave. Mm-hmm. It was nothing. Maggie looked like she fit in though with her like rainbow plaid <laughs> blazer going on. Yeah, it was really funny. Like her, she commented on the ghost like 80s-ish makeup and she's like, oh, what the hell? Or yeah, whatever. like, oh, that pink eyeshadow, which yeah, doesn't then, even like, seem that weird. <laughs> all her like outfits, like you said, like she could fit in there. <laughs> and she's, oh, yeah. 80s, I don't go. <laughs> Some people are trying to out-tacky me. <laughs> <laughs> everyone they had to do these constant like pop culture and lingo references too to remind you they're in the 80s in like a really mm. unnatural way like oh you're totally bugging oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> princess diana and the duchess <laughs> of whatever <laughs> just to remind you what decade it is what they did <laughs> You know what I wrote in the notes? I was just looking at it um, during that section about the 80s. I wrote in all caps, Get the hell out of here, Mom! (laughs) (laughs) Give us time to miss you. I'm sick of you. I know. And it added nothing. Because already Macy's story was going into like her origin and the weird darkness surrounding it. Like The mom thing Mm -hmm. didn't really add anything to it yeah, that we needed. Yeah, it's just saying the same thing, really. It felt like they had her, like, contractually obligated for a certain number of episodes, so they just had to, like, shove her in there. Maybe? I don't know. Well, I don't know why you would be like, okay, well, this character's gonna die, so let's make sure they we've contracted her to be in so many episodes. Like, <laughs> Yeah. That would be a really dumb move. <laughs> I, I don't know. If it sounds like a good idea, try to find a way to make it stupid. And if it sounds like <laughs> well, a bad idea, a bad they're idea. gonna make it even dumber. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad idea, they'll definitely okay it. <laughs> so, uh, this this candle ghost. The candle ghost! <laughs> the damn candle Her name's Brenda, and she is Name's Beverly. <laughs> Lucy was reading a particularly erotic chapter of her grandmother's diary. (laughs) Their mother's diary. Of her mother's diary. And um, (laughs) Brenda tells her to drink a bunch of wine coolers, get on the roof, and jump. (laughs) I... That effect, that that green screen of them standing on the roof, Uh was about on par with Old Charmed. Yeah. Like, it was bad. It was comically bad. Yeah, that that was awful. Yeah, just like, wow, you're really going with that. All right. <laughs> I love how much that the actress who plays Lucy leans into this valley girl character, because it's really like, it's not great acting, but it is no. funny. Yeah. When, uh, when Brenda's like, um, she says, shut up and chug, loser. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think she was the the part I enjoyed the most about this episode. Um, I never really cared about Lucy before, but I was a I was Team Lucy on this one. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost, like, oh no, like, just has this weird drugging you effect. Like, it makes you susceptible to her suggestions. It's the that... sub Rosa pheromone. Yeah. <laughs> mm. She gassed her. <laughs> with her green farts <laughs> made her drink a bunch of wine coolers <laughs> when she falls off the roof uh mel freezes it and the ghost is trying to like get her to unfreeze her yeah and she they're tries like to grab the remote and like, ah, <laughs> fight over the remote it's the 80s <laughs> And uh, they tell Harry to go teleport in the air to grab her. And he's like, <laughs> teleport midair? That's unorthodox, but I guess. And then he does it super easy. Yeah. Like this was just... always an option. Why was it even mentioned? Yeah. yeah. It's like it's a dilemma and then it's not. So it's like, why'd you bring it up then? You yeah. could have just and done it. <laughs> he acts like this is a thought that's never occurred to him. So like in all the years that he's been a white lighter, 50, 60 years... He's, this has never come up. Like, maybe that's part of the reason that one of his charges died. Like, yeah. <laughs> what? They were falling, and he's like, "Teleport midair." I don't know. Oh, this seems most unorthodox. <laughs> oh well, they died while I was thinking that over. Harry had some uh, some pretty good moments in this. I thought. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I find this very hilarious that he's just hanging out with a bunch of, like, girly girls all the time. This episode, near the beginning, they're all out at the club called The Haunt, which apparently is a new fixture in this show. And all of them are hanging out, and Maggie goes, Cheers, bitches! <laughs> and then almost comically, it's like Pan Over and Harry sitting with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cheers, bitches! Yes, uh, cheers, bitches! <laughs> I think that was supposed to be comical. But <laughs> I guess that's the idea there. I should give them credit where credit's due. It was funny. <laughs> he shows up for this party at Galvin's wearing like a Gryffindor tie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm on in Gryffindor now. And he's made some Welsh rare bit yeah. for the party. Mm -hmm. What a funny day. Which Galvatron's <laughs> girlfriend was all about, and she was raised on that, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> I don't know what to make of Summer's character, like... Not much. <laughs> <laughs> I love the rabbit, it's so good. Where's Hacker the dolphin? No, you need to not hang out with my boyfriend. <laughs> if you wanna... It's up to you. I think I'm going to keep hanging out with him and you'll do nothing, Summer. <laughs> I just put a symbol on him again. I got darkness. Did I call her Mel? I meant Macy. I'm still mixing up their names. Melcy. <laughs> Melcy. The M's bitches. Melby. Melby? Maybe that's why I'm getting mixed up. <laughs> keep thinking of Melby. Because she's off the chain. Yes. Anyway, Scary Spice and Harry are at the party. <laughs> she is British, too. Yeah. <laughs> in real life. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like Macy in this episode. Normally yeah. I like her, but she's kind of coming off like a creep. Yeah, this whole Galvatron storyline's not doing her any favors. 
I know she's... I guess they're going with she's supposed to be doing this because of the mark. Like, she has yeah. to kind of invade his space, but... But it also... Yeah, it's just, it just comes off too creepy. I'm like, oh, I'm way more into him now that he's got another girlfriend. Like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very interested to know what it'll be like when they eventually have her play evil. Because I feel mm. like even if this isn't the storyline they're going with, which I think they are... It's sort of an inevitability in Charmed. They're going to get turned into something and be evil yeah. at some point and be in a in a trashy costume. Uh-huh. But uh, they already did the trashy costumes, I guess, didn't they? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I'm very interested to know what it'll be like because I, I don't know if I'll buy her playing evil. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess we'll see what her acting's like. This is acting, so mm-hmm. it, it could be that she can do this very yeah. well. But right now, it's just like very Phoebe, strange. Phoebe, who just like fit in so well, and she was supposed to be evil on the show. <laughs> it's like, she didn't have to change a whole lot, but <laughs> it's just the show acknowledging that she was evil for this brief period before they pretended she wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> And when she was more evil than ever, and they acted like she was on the right. <laughs> they have the conclusion to this uh, to this sorority storyline, and they're all apologizing to Maggie that, like, oh, I- I'm sorry, I know this was really important to you. It's so- <laughs> I'm sorry that you focused on this so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do what I think was kind of a cute scene where they... Um, they're initiating her into the sorority of like the V's, the Vera sorority. Mm-hmm. By the way, until reading the comments for the last episode, I had no idea what their last name was. <laughs> <laughs> and th- they initiate each other with a scarlet letter. <laughs> because, because Maggie, as we know, is an adulterer. <laughs> <laughs> They initiate Harry into this group, too. He's part of the the sisterhood. They're all in the Voyager Club. (laughs) Then Janeway's in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be amazing if they had, like, Kate Mulgrew is, like, the supreme witch or something. (laughs) (laughs) She's just dressed up, like, in the the Voyager holodeck stuff when she's, like, the evil um, 50s serial villain. Right, yeah. (laughs) She'd be an amazing villain on this. Get Kate Mulgrew in this! I didn't comment on this last episode, um, but I, I feel like it's relevant now because this was the twist at the end. Uh, Alistair Kane, uh, and his, uh, was it, was it him or was it his subordinate who was also his son, apparently? Yeah, it was the other guy. It was the son? Yeah. The big wiener? Mm-hmm. Okay. It, by the way, it's his son, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> his, his big wiener son, um, shows up in the science lab and, and they get them, they, they get whoever's in charge to, to get blood samples from everyone. So they can get Macy's witch DNA. <laughs> yeah. Her witch DNA. <laughs> Bingo. Dino DNA. And then he kills Mr. Clean, the new boss of the lab. How many people are getting killed in this lab? Shut this lab down. This is the third person yeah. to be murdered gonna have in a this lab. Rotating door for directors of this lab. <laughs> Why does this keep happening? 
Should just make it a morgue at this point. Make it easier. <laughs> Less t- transport time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, like, um, Demon Boy is going to, like, cosplay as Mr. Clean for a bit. Maybe that's what's going to happen. I don't know. Maybe. That would make sense. It would be a a better plan than anything he did with the Nico storyline. <laughs> yeah. They ended the last episode, too, with... um. They sensed a disturbance in the force. <laughs> <laughs> they knew some sort of temporal shift happened, but they don't know what, so they're not after Nico anymore. Yeah. Well, because uh, they don't. Wouldn't it be her. hilarious if it didn't affect them, so they were still going after her? Yeah. Like, it doesn't affect demons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're outside of their time, space realm, or whatever. Just go yeah. over and kill her. They're I still think it would have been like really deserved if like you know they found out nico died immediately after they changed time <laughs> just like oops that's what you get for playing with that whoopsie doodle <laughs> alistair kane's company was called morning star or something or other <laughs> alistair company alistair company morning star like the yeah nuggets. <laughs> yeah i was thinking of the nuggets like oh man he makes the most they're vegan because they're woke, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you got any final uh, thoughts about this episode? Um, not really. It's pretty dumb and I wasn't impressed with their version of the 80s. The bit we saw of it. Didn't you like the uh, BuzzFeed reference? Yeah, like, <laughs> that was kind of funny. Like, that, um, was it Mel and Maggie walk in and say, yeah, we're with BuzzFeed Unsolved, and we're here to prove that ghosts exist, and then it cuts to Shane, and he's shaking his head. No. <laughs> then like, but look, Shane, here's this television ghost. Proof. He shakes his head again. Fuck you, television <laughs> ghost. <laughs> I thought this was probably their most hilariously bad episode. I wouldn't oh, call boy. it good, but it did make me laugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like they had uh, uh, the wrong focus on the wrong things. Um, yeah. Lots of twists and turns. <laughs> as long as they don't go into infuriating territory, uh, I don't mind the show going in this direction because um, that's what charm's all about. Being <laughs> stupid and campy and getting everything wrong. <laughs> uh, it's also about being infuriating. <laughs> well, we can only hope. It goes in the direction the original Charmed went, because that was fun. (laughs) Fun watching. Dates, lots and lots of dates. We're going to find out Parker's really Balthazar or whatever, and then he'll, like, redeem himself and Maggie a bit. That's never enough! (laughs) Once they find out that Macy is part demon, they're going to say, you're genetically evil now, and they're going to blame everything on her. Thanks, Macy Bama. Uh-huh. Why is this house not clean? It's because you're part demon. Clean the house. Stupid. <laughs> so I give this, I don't know, three out of ten stars. My arbitrary rating for this. I give it zero. <laughs> out of zero. <laughs> yep perfect score no expectations were had or met (laughs) pretty much yeah
Well, I think that's all we gotta say for this episode of Charmed Hard with Vengeance. If you guys liked what you heard, give us a subscribe, a thumbs up, spread the word. I didn't like what I heard. <laughs> Don't be like Galvin. Spread the word. Don't be boring. <laughs> Don't be unicorn! Obscure! Put pictures of yourself uh, at your own birthday party. And leap yourself over to a toilet. (laughs) We're not going in that direction again. (laughs) Don't get me started. (laughs) See you around, Charmanders.